People, 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 good morning, good morning, good morning. You already know who it is. It's Arsenio Buckman reporting live from Bangkok. Guys, welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show. Oh, bringing to you today. Oh, we were supposed to do an interview today, but we had to push that back again, guys. I'm sorry. Circle your calendars two weeks out from today. I think it is April 6th. Bangkok, Thailand time, and then, of course, April 5th, uh, America time. Now, this has been pushed back for the second time, so I'm not sure if it's actually going to go through or whatnot, and I really do apologize for the hassle and whatnot, but you know what? Oh, my God. It's just it's just the way things are. People, we live busy lives and whatnot, so uh, big shout out to Harvest and Happiness. Thank you for rescheduling again. Uh, no sarcasm intended, of course, but, uh, yeah, yeah, we're gonna actually try to get someone else on board by next week, so you guys can, uh, get some good stuff, so anyways, with that being said, huge shout out to everyone who is listening to me, man, I just hit a milestone, and that milestone included that I finally got 30,000 plays and downloads on my podcast, thank you so much on so many different platforms too, like SoundCloud, thank you for folks out there in Oman and India, Canada, USA, England, uh, Italy, Germany, New Zealand, all of you out there who are listening to me around the world, man, it is a special plum pleasing pleasure, as well as a privilege, I had to steal that from Les Brown, sorry Les, but anyways guys, the focus of today is the Tim Ferriss, the not to do list, the seven habits to stop now, I was reading this, and there were actually I think about 12, But the other five probably didn't relate to a lot of you out there. So I just took the ones that probably related to you. So here we go. Number one, do not answer calls from from unrecognized phone numbers. Okay, so this is actually uh, one of the funniest, some of the funniest stories I've ever had. Because uh, I'm just one of those people who I'm like, oh, you know what? This is actually probably a good call. And you know what? It's always to suit Taylor Shop. Now, of course, some of you who have been following me for a long time, there's the shop here in Bangkok. Did a wonderful job. But then there was one guy out of the two guys who was just trying to hustle the hell out of me in terms of money. And I hurry up and message the other guy. And I said, hey, this is why I didn't show up the past like six months. Because your boy over there is over there ripping me the hell off when you're not there. So I didn't go back for an entire year, and I'm still contemplating whether or not I want to go back. But you know what? There was one time I was taking an afternoon nap and an evening nap. I had a phone call, and I didn't even realize it. I thought it was another job. I picked it up. He was like, hey, teacher. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, hey, Rash, how you doing? And he's wondering when I'm going to go pick up his stuff. So, guys, if you – I mean, listen, you can either block the calls or you could put a caller ID saying don't pick up this call. It's the suit shop. Um, There are a lot of things that you could do, but I'm lucky enough that I don't get a lot of random phone calls. Obviously, in America, you get phone calls from people, uh, what is it, trying to sell you stuff, or they, they're calling you for all different sorts of reasons, and you're like, stop calling my damn phone. Uh, in Thailand, you actually have fake banks and calls, uh, what is it, scamming centers. So... Sometimes they're like, oh, your bank has been compromised. You have to give me your bank account number. And Thai people are really quick to give bank account numbers. And this ultimately leads to hundreds of thousands of bot to be withdrawn and stolen from these scam centers. And these scam centers are worldwide. So, guys, do not answer calls from unrecognized phone numbers, please. And if you do, and they start asking you for banking information or whatnot, you need to hurry up and... uh. Uh, I guess you could say, uh, block that number. So there was one time they just kept, I've gotten those numbers too. 
Some people call me about two years ago. They kept saying, uh, Kung, blah, 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 Kung, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, listen, I do not speak Thai. And he's like, oh, oh, okay, okay. And I'm like, you know what? That was probably a scam. And so I hurry up and block that number. Then they call me from another number about a week later. And then I blocked that one. And then I blocked that one. And then finally they got, they got the hell out. Well, they basically stopped because obviously I'm a foreigner and I don't take bullshit. So. That's number one. Number two, do not email the first thing in the morning and the last thing in the evening. Now, I'm not one of those people who has a lot of different emails from a lot of different people asking for help. Well, not yet, I guess. Um, I'm pretty sure pretty, pretty soon, especially in terms of my online business that I'm going to be shooting off very, very soon. And the ESL podcast and so many other things. It's going to be a busy and I mean a very, 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 very busy, 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 uh, busy times ahead. So I'm going to have to start hiring people. But anyways, if you email first thing in the morning and you email last thing, you're just ultimately going to get thrown off from a lot of different things. Now, again, Gary Vee's one of those people that they he emails, you know, throughout the day, all day, every day. Tim Ferriss is one of those that says, you know what, I'm not going to email uh, until like probably four hours. There's a, there's a time slot he has. Les Brown, he's 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. That's when he shoots his emails off. Now, again, you're probably not one of those people out there that gets a lot of different emails. This is kind of like a business standpoint. But I've realized uh, probably, damn, I think it was like, well, yeah, for this past year at my old job, every time I would get an email probably late in the evening uh, from the foolish ass head teacher, it was always something negative. Right. And so the most negative one was like last November. And he was saying, oh, well, they don't want to use you anymore as a teacher. And I'm like, oh, my God, what happened? No one wanted to tell me anything. And so I went to sleep with that conscious saying, wow, I can't believe that happened. And, and anyways, guys, just letting you know, I don't even read my emails after 8 p.m. So, again, um, there was this, the lady that I used to work for. She's the coordinator there. Who's OK. Um, she actually emailed me, uh, saying, oh, well, a teacher would like to take you to immigration. She always emails good information, but I know the foreigner, especially the British, for whatever reason, no offense to my British people out there, but the ones here and the Americans here, the Canadians here, all the whatever here, they're all bad. So every time he emailed me, it was always a complaint. It was always something ridiculous. And he was always trying to be as professional as possible. Uh Uh-uh. I take off my emails. I take off all notifications after 8 p.m. And I'm going to be getting into that in the next one. I'm not sure when it is. But do not agree to meet. This is number three. Do not agree to meetings or calls with no clear agenda or end time. I have some students. And they're like, oh, we had a meeting. It started at 6 p.m. and did not end until 2 a.m. So I do not understand why meetings should be that long. This should be a clear agenda. I mean, if you really have to stand up there and go over assets and this and that, I mean, uh, so be it. I'll do that probably once every four to four to eight months or four to six months. But to have a meeting like that almost every week where you have to stay up until 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 5 a.m. and then come back to work at 8 a.m., that's unacceptable. Unacceptable. Got to have a clear end time. Got to have a clear agenda. You know, so when I get my team together in the future and I got my personal assistant, I got a graphic designer, I got a photographer, I'm be like, okay, guys, you're going to be here tomorrow morning to do this. Okay, I'm going to send that video to you. You can do that. Upload it by 2 p.m. today. Okay, do this, do that. This meeting should be no more than 10 to 20 minutes. And this is why I love Gary Vee so much, because when you actually see his meetings and you go over and he goes over all the things and whatnot, there's always an accomplished sense of feeling at the end. But going to meetings for like six to eight hours, no, there's no accomplishment. You're literally, you're literally 
sitting there and there's someone just speaking for six to eight hours. That makes absolutely no sense. I just, I, I don't know. That's just from my perspective. So anyways, let's go into number four. Do not let people ramble. Okay, so here we go. Because we're living in the texted age and because we're living in an age where, you know, we could get, we're, we're just one phone call away. You always have that friend. We always have that friend. We always have someone who calls us. And so I love my best friend, Andre Dearly. Uh, and we finally had a chat, but the thing is, we were chatting about a lot of things that, uh, uh, I guess for the lack of better term, just didn't really help me, What no, you know, didn't, yeah, it just didn't help me at all, but it's okay to have a good, wonderful, you know, what is it, a conversation with someone you've known over two decades that lives on the other side of the world, but if someone ever tries calling me, especially in like, I, I had a, a application, or I have an application called Line, and someone would always try to call me. And I'm like, listen, why are you trying to call me? I mean, I, I, I'm doing things. What's wrong? And she's like, oh, I just wanted to talk. Well, I'm sorry. I can't talk right now. You and see, and the thing is, it's like this, right? Someone calls you. They say, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? And I'm like, uh, good. How can, what's up? How can I get to the point? Let's go. I got things I got to do. And if I say, yeah, what's up? And he's like, oh, you know, uh, not much. I'm like, bro, I got to go. Alright, you're wasting my time. God damn it. Time is not money, but time is essence. Time is valuable. You see, because during that 10 to 20 minute conversation, do you know how much I could have gotten done within that time frame? So I try telling people, do not call me unless it's an emergency. It's a big part of getting things done. GTD, and you know what? Part of that is getting to the point. GTP. And if you don't get to the point, I mean, uh, but this is why I don't pick up a lot of phone calls in general because, hey, you know what? I got things I need to do, and I know all of you do too. So you know what? Do not let people ramble, okay? That's your number four. Your number five, check emails at set times. I already told you that Les Brown t- uh, checks his between 10 a.m. and 12 p.m. where he probably has his PA uh, check it. But, yeah, check them at set times so you always have something to go by. Now, Number six, detach from your cell phone. Now, Gary V, he's one of those people that never detaches. By all means, that's how he works, okay? Tim Ferriss says on Saturday mornings, he throws his phone away, and he doesn't check it until the next day. Now, of course, there's I can't necessarily do that because I need to post on Instagram. I got to look up statistics. I got to message people. I got to do this and do that. But I'm going to tell you how I, I – I'm going to tell you how I detach. So – for instance, last night, I finished my class at 8.15, uh, and let's just say, let's see how many stations, okay, Ahsoka, cheat, long point, cheat, nah, nah, five, and then another seven, going. 12 stations, 12 stations to get home, right, halfway through, I turn off all my notifications, I have no notifications on, because you know what, I'm already, deta- like, it's already 8.30, that last hour is the most important hour, I'm in reset mode. Okay, so whatever or whatever things I need to respond to or say, you know, good night to a couple of people and say, hey, I'll meet you at this time tomorrow. I do it before that time frame, because between 830 and 10 p.m., I'm doing my reading and I'm doing my meditation. Last night, I had to upload a YouTube video. So that's the first thing I did once I got here. I had my post-workout meal, like some cranberry rice and, you know, some some pork, with you know, like stir fried pork. That's what I basically had ate my banana 
did a couple other things, listened to some affirmations at halfway through. So you guys are like, so what do you listen to on the train? Well, I listen to affirmations and I repeat them under my breath. And I feel so amazingly good when I do it. So that's how I detach from my cell phone. Again, are there days that I completely detach? Yeah, yeah, there was a day that I was just so overwhelmed and whatnot. And I had someone complaining like right down my throat. And I'm like, you know what? Okay, it's 10 a.m. I'm detaching until 4 p.m. Sometimes we got to do that. You know what I mean? So there's there are and, and you know what? I can't give you the perfect time to detach from your cell phone. But just if you're overwhelmed or you're feeling angry or someone's messaging you and whatnot, I won't message them or even look at that app. I'll turn off notifications on that app for the entire day. If someone's just endlessly complaining, like I remember I woke up one morning, my best friend Joy, about four years ago, she was just, I don't know, she was just complaining about something. I'm like, well, you know what? You lost your opportunity at me replying to you for today. You could try again tomorrow. And so this is how I do it. This is how I detach from people. You know what? If there's a lot of notifications I'm getting from a group, like I say on Facebook page, like on a Spartan, in a Spartan group, I turn off those notifications because I don't want to see those on my, I guess you could say my display when I actually click the home button of my phone. You see what I mean? So, and again, if I'm waiting, like the other day, uh, I had an interviewer call me. And then I told him if he could meet me at a particular location, and then I turned off his notifications because I'm like, oh, my God, he's probably going to say, oh, as an interviewer, you have to come to me. What is this? Da, 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 da. But no, he actually agreed, and I was actually really scared for the moment, so I turned it off for an hour just to, like, ease up and whatnot, went back to it, positive information, okay, interview today, set, done, deal. <sighs> that's how I do it, guys. All right, now, you guys might do it a different way, but that's how I do it. And the last one, number seven. Do not expect work to fill a void that non-work relationships and activities should. Now, you guys are probably like, huh? But I'm going to throw it down like this, okay? Um, I'm not one of those. A lot of people talk about, oh, you need to socialize this and that, but I'm a teacher. So I socialize 24-7. Now, if I don't have a social life and if I'm an engineer, then I'm going to need a social life. But you know what? My social life is throughout the day, all day, every day. Hell, it begins at this time in the morning. And after that, it continues on and on and on and on. And guess what? I mean, by the time I get home, I want to reset and I don't want to speak anymore. Got it? But you know what? I got some, so, you know, some times where, let's say tomorrow on a Saturday, I finish work at like 1 p.m. And then my friend comes from the outside of town. And then we have a nice little drink and we go over all our projects and things that we're going to be talking about and doing and this and that. And it's exciting. That's what I love. That's the social life. But you know what? I don't do that too often. Like I said, I just met someone from Hong Kong, and she does a lot of writing and traveling and this and that. So maybe I might get together maybe once a month with her, or I socialize during my workouts, or et cetera, et cetera. You see what I mean? So again, by the time I get home, I don't want to go, oh, you know what? Let's meet tonight. No, because sometimes I've canceled so many plans on people because I'm like, oh, man, I just don't want to meet tonight. I'm so sorry. You see what I mean? So there needs to be a line. Now, if you don't talk much throughout the day, and a social life is imperative, right? Because you need to be able to air out all of that, probably, you know, what you've been through in the day or whatnot, because the thing is, when I don't socialize, I feel really, really empty. And so that's why I love doing this podcast for the sake of everyone that's listening around the world and for the sake and sanity of me. 
Because, well, obviously, you guys hear me. You're like, how do you talk for so long? Well, these are podcasts, and we're going to continue to talk and try to give out as much information I feel valuable to you guys as I can. So, there you go. Those are Tim Ferriss's seven of the 12 questions in terms of the not to-do list. If you guys got any questions, please fire them away and like and share, share and like. And thank you so much and much appreciation to all of you around the world who are tuning in. As always, have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. Your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.